The expressed views of the following podcast are those of the hosts and theirs exclusively. They do not represent the views of our sponsors. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the show. Real quick, something special has happened. Now last season I told you all about how Larry Showalter of LM Roofing is the consummate professional, offers you service with a smile, treats you like family, and gives back to his community. Well guess what? Larry has teamed up with our man Stephen Terry and his family, and they have created a dyad in the force. L&M Roofing is now Upscale Roofing, and it is the premier roofing company in the state of Texas. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I believe in these guys that much. Sponsorship be damned. I know these guys personally, and I know how much it means to them to provide the best experience when dealing with issues with your roof. Issues you may not even know you have. So how about you call Upscale Roofing today and schedule your free roof inspection? The number to call is 281-930-7368. That's 281-930-7368. Tell Larry, Stephen, and the guys that Nick from Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast sent you Upscale Roofing. Our quality is through the roof. Live from the Stephen Terry Pest Elimination Studio. This is the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. Smells like a gym bag. It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now, introducing the best damn podcast crew in the biz, here's your host, Nick Stevenson. Ladies and gentlemen... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world, welcome to episode 66 of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. We got a full house tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, You know the queen of podcasts, Naomi Richardson, is in the building. And you're going to find my man Josh Beard at the Upscale Roofing Producers Desk on the ones and twos. And we have two very special guests. One unexpected, but always welcome. Uh, Miss Kayla Beard is here. How are you? I'm good. And the man of the hour, Mr. Ever Cruz. Ever Cruz is the owner of the State of the Art Barbershop, which now has three locations in the Southeast Houston area. Um, Your name's been dropped on this several times. Isn't that right, JT? Uh, he's on this show the exclusive barber of the bearded producer of as the well. bearded producer. Shout out to my boy JT. We weren't gonna say nothing because your beard's looking kind of scruffy. No, nah, it know. looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna put his name on I'm that hide today. It. I'm gonna hide it behind the mic. This is the best view right here. So this no, man, fine. but thank you so much for being here, dude. Oh, absolutely, thank you for having me. We talked about doing this. Um, a for few a times, yeah. and then I'm, I'm glad. If you guys, most people who talk about being on the show, um, it usually takes like two years to actually make it happen. So it's about, we're about on time for <laughs> from the first time we talked about it. Nope. But thank you so much for being here, man. I told you that you're one of the people who we actually never got around to doing Entrepreneur Week, but seeing your, your story and the success that you've been having was actually kind of what gave me that idea. Um, because I remember the very first time I heard your name, my brother, um, I think he was fresh out of high school living in Texas city and he would always go to league city to get his haircut. And I'm like, why the hell are you going to league city to get your haircut? He's like, man, can't nobody cut my hair, but ever. I was like, who is this dude? Like, and I, you know, this is ironically the first time we've ever met in person, but we've interacted, um, several times, several times. And I realized that like my brother wasn't the only one, like 
ever cruise if if you if you have hair which i don't but if you do <laughs> and you like to get it cut like everybody knows who you are and so i wanted to bring you on and i wanted to talk about entrepreneurship about family about life just your story and then uh, we'll have some fun. You might, hopefully, by the time we're done, you'll feel like you're in the shop, just chopping it up with your boys. For sure, man. I appreciate and whoever else is in there. For sure, man. It's, you know, you get the most love from strangers. You know what I mean? I it's, feel you. It's a wonderful I feel feeling, you. Sure. Y'all make me feel like already I need to go get my hair cut by this guy. Right, Did you bring yeah. your, I was, see, I was thinking about the specialty segment being him cutting people's hair, but I'm like, man, he just got off work. He just probably <laughs> wants to chill. Like, you know. Nah, I would have brought him. I would have <laughs> brought him yesterday. <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, But But um, this is going to be a good time, man. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Um, first of all, before we get started, I want to remind everybody that there are ways you can support the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast, starting with shopping at the Spirit Swag Store. If you go to spiritswagstore.com, it is your one-stop shop for all the gear you need to wrap your favorite podcast in style. Also, if you're looking at the show notes of either the video you're watching or the podcast that you're listening to, you will see a link there for our tip jar. If you're enjoying the content, just leave us a tip. Just a tip. Just a tip. Just a tip. Just leave us a little <laughs> no, tip, and tip. anything you give to us, obviously, is going to go right back into the show, and we want to keep bringing you great content. What, what if I want more than just a tip? I mean, then you can give us do. you oh, can give us all yes. you've got <laughs> <laughs> if you want. I mean, we won't turn it down. Y'all heard it straight from Nick, okay, y'all? <laughs> you can give us the whole thing if you want. No. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then also, um, guys, the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit cold brew is still being delivered locally. If you're interested, all you got to do is hit us up on social media, and we will get that to you. And it is in the works to have it put in our store. Once again, we'll have to have figure out the logistics of that, but it's coming. Let's say Teacher Appreciation Week is coming up, and I Ooh. bet you, I know Absolutely. they're going to need this coffee. Absolutely. They need coffee. Man, trust me. I, I couldn't do it. Coffee. They're going to need this. <laughs> They're going to need it for sure. And then sure. on their break, they're going to remember to listen to the podcast, and that's going to give them a nice little laugh during the day. P-E-A, beautiful. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right, Naomi. Well, you know the deal. Let's get your headlines in before we get started with the show. Let's go. Headlines. Headlines. Many of y'all grew up with him. Um, I am saddened to share that Gilbert Gottfried, the actor and legendary stand-up co- a uh, comic known for his raw, scorched voice and crude jokes has died at 67. Gottfried died from a rare genetic muscle disease that can trigger dangerously abnormal heartbeat, apparently. His publicist and longtime friend, uh, Glenn Schwartz, said in a statement, We will miss R.I.P. R.I.P. I, I hope everybody will go listen to episode 29. Uh, where <laughs> there is actual audio of Gilbert Godfrey reading WAP, the lyrics to WAP. It's yep. amazing. <laughs> or you can watch Aladdin, like yeah, yeah. me. I watch Aladdin. <laughs> Authorities have arrested a man accused of trying to kidnap three girls, two in the Pasadena area and one in Deer Park, reports ABC 13 News. Chase Brevchinsky, Brevchinsky, I'm pretty yeah, sure fuck I got his last that name. Right. Who gives a shit? Yeah, no one cares. No one cares where his last name is. Was arrested in Lufkin, Texas bitch. on Wednesday. Yes. All right, bitch. Chase Bitch was <laughs> arrested in Lufkin, Texas on Wednesday in connection with the attempted kidnapping cases. Police said he has been charged with one count of aggravated attempted kidnapping. In these cases, police said that the suspect asked the young girls for directions and then asked the young girls to get closer as he said he could not hear the answer. So uh, trash like that needs to be behind bars and one count of aggravated attempted kidnapping is not enough in my humble opinion. 
Absolutely. Police in Miami, uh, some Florida news that's actually kind of disturbing and not funny for once. Uh, Police in Miami have arrested a 41-year-old woman in the deaths of her two young children after officers responded to repeated hang-up 911 calls from her apartment where they found their tied-up bodies. Come get them. I don't want them anymore, Odette Lease. I'm not even going to pronounce that last name, told officers who responded to the scene on Tuesday night. Uh, Police said that she appeared to be irrational. The officers entered the apartment and found a three-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl lying in a prone position on the bed with their arms, legs, and neck tied up. Damn. Yo, Florida. She, She needs to be under the jail. Yeah, the absolutely. I got five that's crazy. Kids, man. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's right. insane. When I say come get them, I don't want them anymore. Uh, that's not ever what I'm meaning. It's I, just, know, I was going to say, Naomi, you told me like that many night. times before. <laughs> one night, just one night. <laughs> that's all I need. A sick dolphin's death serves as a reminder for beachgoers not to interact with stranded mammals or any animals on the beach. On Tuesday, the Texas Marine Mammal Stranding Network shared photos of. Um, on Facebook of a dolphin stranded on Quintana Beach, which is around Freeport on the Texas Gulf Coast. One picture shows several people surrounding the animal as one person bends down and puts their hand near her mouth. Um, It shows them sitting on them, trying to swim on her, and uh, the animal ended up dying before rescuers could even come and assess the animal. So, y'all... Don't touch animals you find stranded on the beach for uh for Facebook likes or YouTube likes. Like that's not cool. Not cool. Not cool at all. Yep. It's not cool at all. Leave those mammals alone. So they're smarter than you are. (laughs) That's true. And that's what I got. Did you do oh my goodness, Naomi? Oh yes. Right on the money. Yeah. That is headlines. Naomi, you always do such a wonderful job with those. Thank you so much. Um, let's go ahead. And get a steam. I'm sorry. Does anybody have anything to add to the headlines? Like, first of all, the first time in a long time, some good information came out of Deer Park, Texas. Talk what? was about Chase Bitch. Was about Chase Bitch. There was <laughs> yeah. actually video of him like trying to drive up onto the sidewalk, trying to get one of these girls. It's fucking crazy. Now he got. Where's Lufkin? What county is that? It's a, I think it's, it I don't know what county that I think it's is. Liberty. Is it Liberty County? I think it's Liberty. So, do we I know if they brought him back to Harris or if he's getting he needs to be prosecuted back. up there? He'll probably be brought back to Harris. He, has a, he has a little bit more rap sheet. You know what's weird that. is like when they showed his mugshot, I was like, I swear I've seen this dude somewhere. Oh, you definitely probably. have. Oh, yeah, no. And that's I was just, like, like, does he work at HEB or something? That's I don't know. even creepier knowing that he was like stalking children in our area for yeah. days. Like, yeah. that's. Yeah, guys, I know we live in Deer Park and we like to think to ourselves, hey, it's not going to happen here. But you always have to be diligent, especially with your kids. So talk to your kids about this. Fortunately, absolutely. Stranger danger. Fortunately, (laughs) um, he's behind bars. Hopefully he'll stay there. I don't know what his bond situation is and all that. I know that's probably out. Yeah, he might be. He he might be out already, which is unfortunate. Um, But yeah, but you guys just make sure you're diligent and talk to your kids about these things. Okay, let's get a Stephen Terry pass elimination ad and then we will start talking Catching fades with my man ever cruise. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your gracious and humble host, Nick Stevenson. Is your house haunted? No, not by ghosts and goblins. I'm talking about insects and rodents. It doesn't have to be Halloween for critters to make your house a spooky place to be. If you have these unwanted guests, you already know what I'm going to tell you. There's only one man to call, and that is Stephen Terry at Stephen Terry Pest Elimination. Talk to anybody that's hired Stephen. 
and they're going to tell you the same thing. The man gets the job done. Say goodbye to those unwanted visitors because once you call Steve and Terry, they ain't coming back. Monthly mosquito treatments, fire ant treatment, flea treatment, DIY kits, and so much more. Don't waste your time with the guys who knock while you're trying to have dinner with your family or the guys calling at the worst times of day. You get on the phone and you call 713-477-0047 and make sure you tell them that Nick from the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit podcast sent you. If it's scary, call Stephen Terry. That is correct, ladies and gentlemen. You give Stephen Terry a call for all of your pest elimination needs. Stephen, I hope we're having breakfast tomorrow. Um, he probably won't hear this till Monday. That's usually when he listens. I want but, breakfast. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we had breakfast in the past. Yeah, we, me, we. I, try I want to, breakfast now, right? I, yeah, for real. I try to go to breakfast <laughs> with Stephen and Larry. I try to go at least once a month, but we haven't, we haven't been in a while, so. But yeah, we should all go because we're gonna talk about some Tell of the. New, we're gonna talk about doing some new ads, so that'll be fun. All right, Ever, thank you so much once again for course, joining course, us. I'm excited. This is the first time you've done a podcast. My first time. All right, man, you, I've been talking. About I guess it you're all just a natural, man. I guess you're just a natural. But no, I, that's what I was. I was. You know, we were talking yesterday when we did the pre-interview about how you being a barber, you kind of get to get the pulse of what's going on in your community. And that's kind of what we try to do here, you know, not on a daily basis, one day maybe. Um, but I would just want to talk about, you know, your 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 journey from little ever growing up to becoming an entrepreneur. If you may, if, if I may ask, how old are you? I'm 29. 29 years old. You were actually born in Pasadena, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Shout out Pasadena. It's one, one of time, our big one supporters. Time, seven, one, three. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> go. Um, and so you grew up. Did you go to Pasadena? High school? No, oh, no man, you went to Dickinson. You didn't move to Dickinson. Yeah, I moved my freshman year right into Dickinson. So okay, okay. And so, when did you start cutting hair? Man, so like I was telling you last night, I, I started cutting hair really on myself. You know, yeah. I I got tired of not having a barber. You know, I was right. getting to the age where I just wanted to be cleaned up all the time, dude. Don't get me wrong. My face ended up up here sometimes. <laughs> my fucking edge of was, you know, back to my ears. Damn it's like ears, all these you know? parents yeah. that yeah. just went through COVID. They experienced oh, yeah. some very yeah. similar situations. The I'm haircuts sure. that we got back, well, the haircuts that came back to our shop right after COVID were hilarious. <laughs> I had two of those kids. Man, oh, my God. These people's hair was jacked up. Man, I did my best, man. Okay. <laughs> this guy came in. He attempted a mohawk. I don't know what he did. Wow. Wow. One kid, his dad tried to give him a comb over. Oh, that was, he, tried to give him, he tried to give him a part. It looked like Jesus split the ocean on his head. That's hilarious. I could probably put my two fingers on his head. That's how. Oh, wow. It was but, straight, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you probably had, straight, though. <laughs> you probably had some sympathy because, you know, when you were, how old were you when you first started cutting your own hair? I was about 14. Okay. About, about 13, 14 years old, yeah, when I started, you know, yeah. kind of doing that. So you that. probably had a little bit of sympathy, you know, for yeah, for no, people for trying, sure, to, for sure. trying to self-cut at home. But, yeah, man, 14 years old. So at that time, you're just doing it on yourself. Um, when did you start cutting other people's hair? I know nobody, you must have done a couple good jobs because nobody looked at you with a fucked up haircut and was like, hey, when man, let me get Dickinson, one of those. You know, 
I moved I moved to Dickinson and man and the part of the town that I lived in was San Leon and man there's nothing in San Leon. Right. There's top water. There's a convenient exactly. <laughs> that's it. You know, there's a little gas station here and a little gas station there, you know, yeah. and that was it. That's all we had. And I like San Leon. You know, and as as a teenager, you know, I still wasn't driving, so I, I didn't have a shot. My parents worked all the time. So I mean I just I wanted to be fresh. So I mean yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I was a new kid Absolutely. on the block. I had to keep myself lined up and right, right, right. right. Talk to the ladies. You know, <laughs> you know, cutting hair for me is, is has been a God given talent. You know, yeah. it I as soon, as soon as I started doing it, I got good at it really fast. You know, my my brother, you know, he was always my guinea pig. That was the best part. You know, I, yeah. that's a good yeah. brother right yeah, there. For sure. <laughs> no, and he would be pissed off because my haircuts at the time. I mean, now my haircuts take you know anywhere between thirty to forty five minutes. But before they used to take me two two and a half hours. <laughs> my brother would oh, be good. pissed that he had to sit in the chair for that long, man. And Damn. Was, I mean, hey, yeah. The fade was icy at the end of it, but yeah, you yeah, had to get I mean, it right it, though. Yeah, it took me a long time, man. So Perfection you know, he was time. my guinea pig, and eventually, you know, the the little the, the guys that lived down the street, you know, that rode my, rode my bus, you know, eventually I started cutting them up, and I became good friends with them, and. And the journey just began after that. Yeah, yeah. You know? when did you start charging people though? Initially, I think it was just like five bucks. Five bucks, know? yeah. Five bucks, yeah. And, and that was not even that long ago. That was less than ten years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was yeah. Five dollars. Just know, trying charged, to hone your craft and everything, right? I charge fifty now. You know, it's a, it's yeah. a big difference. So. I, I'm just curious, man. Like, did you just was that it? Just practice? Because I mean, YouTube existed, but it wasn't like YouTube no, today. At, at, no, back in at least when I was a teenager, you know, YouTube was around, but I mean, yeah, everybody was just doing vines up. and goofy shit. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of looking up, instructional know, stuff, how tos and stuff like right, that. You right, right. I mean, I just didn't know about all that stuff back then. I so mean, it was just practice, huh? So I mean, it was cool. Yeah, just a lot of practice. I mean, that's really yeah. all it took was just repetition. You know, eventually two hours turned into an hour and a half, and yeah. an hour and a half turned into an hour, and then you know, just growth. Absolutely, man. So um, that was in middle school so once you moved to dickinson and you're going to dickinson high school now you're cutting your friend's hair yep. and where were you doing that at? i mean you, like you said you didn't have your own shop man initially i started you know just in the garage like any other barber you know mm-hmm. in the heat bad lighting you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the humidity the, the, the yeah. humidity of living in san leon smell like gasoline you know, mosquitoes and everything but i will say this my dad he always had his garage decked out yeah. You know, he had weight sets, he had TVs, he had a, a fridge full of drinks and beer, which he still yeah. does to this day, you know. Yeah. You know, we got <laughs> we always yeah. we had the dartboards, the Xbox, you know, we had it all connected. On on the weekends, you know, that was my, my thing to do. I wouldn't do anything else, you know, I wasn't going out or anything like that. I was Friday and Saturdays I would cut hair till three, four o'clock in the morning. Damn, wow. Chopping yeah. it up, yeah. you know, hanging out with my buds. We we're playing pool. We had a pool table at the time and it was a great time. I, I would never forget that. I was, that was about to like, say, that doesn't sound like a bad situation were, at all. Those were my best experiences. I mean, my, yeah. one of my favorite memories of being, you know, becoming a barber was, you know, where I came from. You know, those, yeah. were, those were the best times. That's you know? great. And that should be right around the time you met my brother Pro- in high school. Like that, okay. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, I'm man, Josh, Josh used to come home with some fresh cuts, man. Like, he used to come home with some fresh cuts. And I was, you know, this is, you know, and then eventually, you know, we'll, we'll get into when you started opening up your business. But so you're in high school, you're cutting hair. Um, your entrepreneurial spirit, where do you feel like that came from? From a very young age, you know, yeah. from from being a kid. You know, I remember selling candy at school, you know, yeah. just trying to make a buck <laughs> here and there. 
at the time, you know, us as kids, we used to be able to ride our bikes anywhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? With no issues, not having to worry about getting snatched up, picked up, or yeah. just getting hit by somebody on the road and yeah. just keep it moving, you know? Right. So back then, I remember, you know, we lived in Pasadena, and, I mean, it was at least a few miles away. Me and my brother yeah. just, we, we rolling, you know, we going, and we <laughs> go to the dollar store, we go to Walmart, there was a refresqueria where we'd get our raspas and stuff. Oh, and hey. yeah. Pasadena, <laughs> the Town Square Mall was right down the street, too. Right, you know? right. Me and my brother, we were everywhere on our little mongoose bikes with the pegs, you know? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right on the back. these <laughs> just came, this was just, do me a favor, they sound a little quiet, are you guys good? I, I can hear myself now. Earlier, I didn't, but I mean. Turn number two up just a little bit, or maybe, there you go. Yeah. While we're talking about sound, Mike, make sure you get into the. Uh, oh, yeah, get in that pocket. Is he pocket? framed yeah, up in the camera, too? Oh, he's framed. Yeah, he, okay, he looked good. You just you sound good. like you're whispering. Man, I, I just remember, I remember riding my bike around as a kid, and I remember feeling, man, ain't nobody going to catch up with yeah. me. I got some Hot Wheels, man. I, <laughs> I am used to ride fast, with all my cousins. That's as fuck, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Like a group of us that Much rode simpler like time, right? Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, shit. No, y'all can't play outside right now. The streetlights are about to turn on. So back to the garage days you know my dad eventually saw how how serious i was getting into it you know and he eventually built me out a room you know he built out a whole room for me like uh you know we have a, th- a three-car garage so he built out a little corner it was like an 11 by 11 room it was like a, a bedroom oh, wow. yeah that's you know, nice that's awesome. yeah I had my chair i had a bench i had a mirror i had a tv it was man oh, yeah. like, i did that for about three years you know and like I said, I would stay up super late, just cutting hair, you know, making money, hanging yeah. out with my boys and stuff. It was a great time. That's what's up, and man. And eventually I decided I wanted to grow, you know, so I moved into a barbershop, got some experience, you know, and I learned a lot. So that was that was good. And then eventually I was like, I knew one day it's going to happen for me. Yeah. You know, so I just got to play pay my dues and right, you know, right. do my part. That's probably just, the, love it. the journey most barbers want to take, right? Work for somebody else and then eventually sure. get out onto their own. Now, before you decided that barber was your journey, you told me that you were going to, actually, while you were still in high school, you were taking college courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did this program uh, in Dickinson. It was called Collegiate High School. And I tried to tell as many people as I can about it because I I was so proud of being two years ahead of all my friends. You know, yeah. I, I went to college. I was mainly in that my junior and senior year full time. So all the classes that I took for college counted towards my high school credits yeah. and my my college credits at the same time. So I was able to get my associate in business before even getting my high school diploma. That's awesome. Yeah, no. yeah, no, that's awesome. And it's great that you had already that that sense that that's exactly what you want to do because I feel like a lot of, you know, kids or, you know, young adults these days, they just flat out, they're like, I don't know what I want to do. So you're really lucky that you found your passion at a young age. That's what it sounds like. High school doesn't really prepare you for that. I mean, you had to to do extra. You had to take those extra courses and, and do that program because high school is not preparing us, our kids, Probably our grandkids is going to get it in worse. I say it. The school system is a joke. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. I mean, it's, it's not preparing us for the real history. world. That's all it is. Yeah. And I, so. I can't. My, my, one of my goals is to retire early, man, and homeschool my kids just so we can travel. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they can learn a lot more from me, you know what I mean, than anything yeah, else. You, you and Chris Clark, man, y'all going to y'all have to sit down and talk. He's, <laughs> he's trying to convince his wife to leave right now. He's shopping at RVs and everything. He's trying to convince them to leave right now. <laughs> Oh, oh no, man! I ain't, I ain't trying to live in the trailer now. <laughs> I, I mean, a nice RV. Go. 
Like the one on Meet the Parents. It's called Travel Trailer. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. My sister lives that camper life right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. I bet it's fun. I mean, I bet it's a good time. Oh, uh, it's nice. She's got a, like that, their outdoor area. They've got a patio that's built out, and it's about, like, it doubles their living space. It's it's nice. Now, no, do I want to do it? <laughs> Hell no. Not for I want to do it. <laughs> I mean, but the impressive thing about what you were doing, man, is you were thinking about the future. Oh, And so... You were taking classes to become an operator in the plants, right? Yeah, eventually, you know, when I when I finished with my associates with that, you know, I, just, you know, like any other typical person from you know the, our side of town is the plants. I mean, yeah, that's, trying that's to get kinda, in. Uh, yep. Even from being Pasadena, that's all I knew. As soon as I got to right. this side of town, I smelled them plants, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, good old bringing stink- back bad memories. Yeah, I was like, smells good old stink- like Dina. money. Like good old Stinkadina, I missed it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, man. I mean, yeah, it was cool for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's usually the pathway if you if you want to, you know, not go to a four year university, but you want to make some decent money. If you're living in this area, that's usually the pathway. Right. So when did you decide that, hey, man, I don't think that's what I want to do. This barber thing. I don't know. There's something to it, man. You know, barbering for me was was a hobby. You know, it was something that I enjoyed doing. It was like yeah. therapy to me, you know, and it's an art. I mean, I've, I've always been artistic from a young age. You know, I love drawing, painting. Uh, I remember in sixth grade, I, I had a, one of my paintings made it to the rodeo. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Wow. You know, I, that was the one and only time I did that, you know. Yeah. So cutting hair to me kind of came naturally because I, I I can see, you know, the dark, the, the, the dark spots and this and that, you know. Yeah. So it helped me perfect my fade that much better, you know what I mean? And so it was... That helped out a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel and you, man. I, yeah, I love hearing that because you know, at so I do graphic and web design. I've also been artist, creative my entire life, and I remember as a kid um, just knowing that that's exactly what I wanted to do, and just you know going towards that. And it was hard for me; like I yeah. get easily distracted, and I have to really hone in on my goals. What, so what's crazy. Yeah. I used to think I was good with computers, you know. And I remember I would talk mess about the old guy, talking about how, how do you not know how to mess with me? <laughs> I've become that dad. Like, yeah, sure, like, I, that I, you know, I, I'm, you're too artistic, man. You know, I, I'm worried about other technical. stuff and technology. Is kind of like that's my greatest and, fear. Like that cannot happen to me. Like, yeah, I got to stay man. on hey, top of this you'd shit. You'd be surprised how, how certain things, you know, you catch yourself reminding yourself, like, damn. I really did become this person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all the people you used to talk best about, like, just like that dude now. So, how do you have the conversation with mom and dad? Like, hey, I know I went to college to be an operator and make six figures, uh, but I decided I'm going to become a barber now. My, my parents are the greatest, man. They, you know, they've always been my support system from, from day one, you know. Yeah. Uh, were they happy about the move? Not really. I mean, I was I was halfway done with it. I was almost there, you know, from a promising career, you yeah. know, with benefits and you know pulling out a hundred k off, you know, the all the adulting all stuff. The yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> but man, from I've I've just been so independent from a young age, yeah. you know. From being, I mean, I got, as soon as I can get a first job, I got it. Fifteen years old, yeah. I worked at Kima Boardwalk, you know. Yeah, buddy, shout it was out, a great time, you know, and it. <laughs> From a young age, at ten years old, me and my dad, he had a lawn a lawn business for us. We did that for about two years, you know, and he would pay us money. And man, I just always love having money in my pocket, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So they supported the move, and so once again, once you decided haircut was it, your goal immediately was one day I'm gonna have my own shop. For sure. 
Okay, and how long did it take you before that came to fruition? Man, well, see, I got my license in 2014. I worked at a shop for about a year and a half. Then I actually went and did my own thing, partnered up with some guys. You know, we had it was a half barbershop, half a car wash, and they did a tent and audio installation, you know. Okay, I'm and down for multitasking. Y'all saw, was, some, y'all saw was, some hot wings in there? Something. It was, cool. y'all needed was, it was cool for a little while, man, but I, eventually I had to, you know, I had to go my separate ways. And then yeah. I went to another barbershop. Uh, I was there for about another year, year and a half, I believe. And believe it or not, that shop, my last shop that I worked at uh, is my third location now. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So okay. it's just, I, made just, I made a full circle coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome, yeah. So I let's like talk that. about that. So you opened up your first location. Where was your first location? Uh, Leak City, right Leak in City. between uh, Highway 3 okay. and 45. So that's the OG. That's the OG right there, yeah. All right, so. It's all man. black. I have a, right like pool Queen. tables <laughs> yep. right next to Derek Lee. Yep. <laughs> okay. What? I always that's that's scary, time. man. Talk about that process, signing the paperwork. Probably and a lot of paperwork. It was a it was a proud moment for sure. Yeah, uh, you know, I, it was something that excuse me, it was something that was a long time coming. You know, that I've been working yeah. my ass off for. You know, yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. You know, only me, my wife, and God know how hard I work. Yeah, man, for sure. A lot of people say, "Oh, must be nice." I'm like, it is, but it wasn't easy. You yeah, know? yeah. And it's it's that's my favorite statement for people. It must be easy. Yeah, like, must be nice. It, it like as if it was, yeah, as if it was a, nice. as if it was a privilege. I was yeah. born into this. It yes. must be nice that you have work. your own shop. It must be nice that you drive that. Yeah, just yeah, that aggravate, that's one yeah. of the aggravating things. Something is off with your mic, and I, I'm gonna fix man, it. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna fix I'm, it. Give me a second. You guys go I'm ahead not and talk. Touch anything. I just don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? No, you guys continue the conversation. No, now we can't. Now it's no. No, you're the ringmaster, bro. Is that better? Yeah, I can hear you. Better? I, I've been able to hear you. Okay. Well, you ha- kind of have to. You live with me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> or maybe my shit's just too loud. So, no, man, I mean, that's got to be a proud moment. And, you, you know, you you spoke something into existence. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel you. Because once people see you having success, you talked about it at the beginning, um, it's the strangers who give you the most love, right? Oh. For sure. For some reason, the people closest to you, and we talked about this a little bit, you know, I felt the same thing when it came to the podcast. We were getting a lot of love from people who were local, but, like, they weren't people in my circle. And I will say, my wife um, and a lot of my immediate family, they were very supportive. Josh, my brother, was very supportive. But other people in my family, it was like, oh, Nick's doing the podcast? That's cool. It was, you know, yeah. hey, and I and I would say, hey, did you guys hear this episode? Uh, yeah, no, sorry, uh, <laughs> I got to catch up. That was always the thing, and it, it never really bothered me. But we were getting so much love from people who I'd never met before. People like Josh Beard, who's now part of the show. Naomi, who's now part of the show. Um, Kay, you as well. I mean, like, I'm here by default, but yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you guys were supporting mm-hmm. from the beginning, and. It's just, a, I, I don't know why it is, and I told you a little bit that, so unfortunately, when you're doing well, number one, people don't, like you said, they don't realize the struggle Absolutely. and what it takes to get there. And then also, um, I think a big part of the the issue is that maybe there's something that's missing in them. Absolutely. Yeah. That they can't enjoy your success because there's something, they feel a hole in themselves. And I admitted to you, before I started this podcast, I kind of had that problem. <laughs> I was one of those people, and I've talked about it very, you know, on some of the off scripts that I've done. Like, I was that guy. I was I was a fucking hater, man. So, <laughs> yeah. but what 
probably happened for you, I know what happened with this podcast, is eventually when enough people on the outside are start paying attention, all of a sudden, your family, your friends, they see like, oh man, ever must be really doing something. So yeah. when was that moment for you? Man, I, I, for the most part, everybody's been pretty supportive. I mean, the yeah. ones who the ones who got something to say, say behind my back. <laughs> right. They know, damn, they know damn well to say it in my face. It's free advertisement, bro. <laughs> like, know, that's fine. Sure. <laughs> you know, crazy story about, you know, when I opened my first shop in, you know, you asked me how that went. You know, it, like I said, it was one of my proudest moments, you know, other yeah. than my children and my wife and stuff. You know, it, it was another proud moment. It was a, one of my biggest milestones as far as, you know, my personal achievements, you know. But when I first opened it, for the most part, I did it all, like, by myself. You right. know, we, me and my wife, we had just had twins in April. Oh. I signed my lease in July. And I opened in August. It took me five weeks to build it out. Right. I did. Like I said, yeah. in the beginning, I got some help. But for the most part, it was. Wait, you say for you to like you were physically building it out yourself. Well, it was. I mean, it's already existed. But to paint, to right. fix everything, you know, to put up all the mirrors and all. You know, yeah, you didn't have a crew coming in yeah, doing no, that for you. No, I did you must it all have by a oh, wow. very supportive <laughs> wife. My yeah. wife was there with me. Like I said, she just gave birth to twins, you know, a month or two prior to that. You know, we're at my shop. After I get off of work at 7 or 8 p.m., you know, and we're going to my shop with my twins in their in their little baby bath, their little mm-hmm. playpens. <laughs> yeah. And we're there till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning grinding still. You know wow. what I mean? I remember, like, we did that for weeks. I eventually was so overwhelmed that I took, I had, like, it was a whole week that I didn't do nothing. I didn't. Yeah. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't even go visit. I didn't even go look at it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just so overwhelmed. You know, it was. It was crazy, you know. But that is crazy, that, man. That's that the stuff people don't see, though, man. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's the stuff they don't see when they're saying must be nice. And, you know, I when I, I told you this last night, man. That's why we, one of the reasons we want to bring you on this show is because what I've learned is in this life, sometimes too often we give people their flowers after they're dead or when they've quit or when they're not doing it anymore. Like, And sometimes when you're in your position, I know you don't do it for the recognition, but when you know how hard you're working on something – it's nice for somebody to say, "Hey, man, I see you." Like, yeah, for I sure, see the man. work you're putting in. Like, like we're I proud said, of you. Bro, I'm, I couldn't be more more grateful and thankful, man. You know, for the love I'm getting from y'all today, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, absolutely. And we want to send you some real. more business if we can, man. Absolutely. Sure. Um, I was wondering because for we forgot to mention this, you have five children, yeah. correct? And you five had five daughters, <laughs> five oh, girls, five girls. girls. <laughs> five girls, and I know my wife's watching right now. She's laughing right now. Like, I know she's laughing a little bit. Yeah, she's like, you're damn right. You have five. And you had your first at what age? I had my first my first child uh, at 18, a week after graduation. Yeah, yeah, right that after. Was... So let's add that as another challenge you were oh, facing yeah. while you're trying to build this journey. Yep. Um, and so now you have. It's you have one daughter. My um, oldest, uh, yeah, my oldest. Her name is Giselle. She's ten. She'll be. 10. She's about to be eleven in August. Okay. Uh, my beautiful stepdaughter, man. She's she's so awesome too, man. She's so smart and everything. Yeah. I couldn't ask for a better stepchild, man. She's so yeah, cool. yeah. She's I about to be you. eleven too in August, and then we have a six-year-old together, mm-hmm. and then we have the twins. Twin. You know, all girls. Jazzy is a six-year-old, and she's like. Has all the energy in the world <laughs> to do yeah. everything and anything. You know, she she she's gonna be somebody one day. You know, her her character, her 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 willpower to do anything. You know that she wants yeah. to do, man, yeah. is is unreal. I've like got one of those. You know, and I, I've I've never dealt with with a child like that. Yeah. You know, she's, 
probably she's you gonna made be over somebody. at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, she's gonna be somebody one day for sure. My twins, oh, they're they're something else too. They're, yeah, they're I'm, funny. I just want to wow. ask you, you do you feel like you're gonna try to instill that same work ethic? Oh, absolutely. Entrepreneurial spirit in 100%, the girls. One hundred percent. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I've told my oldest kids now. You know, I'm like, you don't have to go to college. You know, yeah. what I'm saying college ain't for everybody. You know, I didn't go to college. I mean, I went, but I ended up. You yeah. know. My college really didn't help me out for what I'm doing now, other than the business, the little that I learned there, you know, but everything else has been, you know, one thing I, as a barber, you know, barbers, sometimes they don't realize that, you know, yeah, we're there at other people's barbershops. We're just there to cut hair. But when you become the owner, you know, you become, you're, you're the barber, you're the janitor, you're the, yeah. the <laughs> advertiser, you're the, you know, the paperwork guy, you're everything, you know, it's right. just a whole category, you know, that. You know, say people don't see, you know, it's just a lot that goes into this, you know, the overhead, the supporting, you know, the family, the home and and the shops. And, you know, it becomes a lot. But yeah, man, I wanted to talk the other way. Yeah, man. And I'm sure that you would, man. You're blessed. And I'm sure you know that, man. For sure. Thank you. And on the outside looking in, a lot of people could look at you and say, oh, man, ever. He's got the perfect life, man. Successful business. Three barbershops. Beautiful family. Um, I can't complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, man, it all comes with challenges, man. And you talked about, you know, we have three entrepreneurs here who have experienced this. And I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm working my way towards entrepreneur. I'm not quite there yet. I still have a, I still have a nine to five. I think you can (laughs) consider yourself. I'm saying somebody entrepreneur, man. Entrepreneur is not a, I wouldn't necessarily consider it a title. It's more, it's, you know. It's more of a, a character. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Like a mindset. It's not a, it's not a box. It's, it's the entrepreneurial it's, yeah. spirit. Right. You know what I mean? That I really consider being an entrepreneur, you know? Because yeah. anybody can call themselves an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? But right. are you really a hustler? You know? Are you really... You got that drive Are you? Do you, you really have that drive? Yeah. Are you really putting yourself out there to be who you want to be? You know? It's, it's, a, it's a big difference. You know what I mean? And For sure. Some people have For it. Sure. Some people don't. So. But what I know that the, that the three of you can relate to um, when... Your business is your, that is your source your of income. That is your livelihood. What I, what on the outside can look so shiny and bright and glamorous comes with some struggles, man. It comes with some uncertainty. It comes with sometimes you have that imposter syndrome when you're getting so much love from everybody and you're thinking to yourself, you know, and we talked a little bit about mental health. You start to kind of almost wonder, like, am I a fraud? Like, am I really... As big time as all these other people. Man, I feel that <laughs> hard. Like, that is in right. my soul. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Pod Houston and our group, we talk about that a lot. It's called the imposter syndrome. Like, yep. everybody's showing you so much love. Everybody's giving you praise. and But they don't see what happens when you're, you know, they don't know what happens when you're not able to sleep at night because you're worried about, like, oh, man, yep. how much money am I going to have to make and, see, yeah. this month to pay this? Comes in yeah. Where they really kind of rein you back in, I, I think. But I'm the yeah. support system for that one back there. I, <laughs> you know, I was, yeah. I was just at this. The happy hour, like I, I, like I mentioned, if you had, had not fun. been able to notice. Were you at a happy hour today? <laughs> she definitely was. It sounded and like it was a very happy, happy hour. It was like a very happy, happy hour. It was joyful. I am happy right now. That's the point, isn't it? <laughs> but someone was asking me, and they said verbatim, in my professional opinion, I was like, Pfft. I was like, I am no professional. And they're like, well, aren't you? Like, don't you do this and this and this and that? And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's just really, really 
Like I don't view myself as a professional, and I I don't I don't know why. You just gotta yeah. give yourself credit. That's really what it comes yeah. down to. Nope. You know, it's something I've learned myself. It's <laughs> yeah. self love. You know, that's yes. where it starts. One hundred percent self love. I always feel like I can be doing better and doing more and everything. And man, it's you know, with as much as that I've I've accomplished, I still feel that way every day of my life. It's yeah, crazy. No, like, I, I, I believe it. I feel like I just can never settle. Is I I did my first shop. And then I was I was happy, you know. I did that for two years, and then eventually, you know, even being in my own shop, I was like, I'm bored. Yeah, bored. Like, yeah. You know, I love my shop, but like, I need okay, I need some change. I like I like change. A lot of people don't like change. They don't like changing their routine. They don't. I love change. I like change. Prosper though. Move around. I like to meet new people. You know, that's that's how I've always operated. Meeting new people. You know, and yeah, for sure. So I mean, it's meeting new people and being able to network is a, a wonderful opportunity, you know, to grow and to experience, yeah. you know, and for sure. Yeah. A lot of, Do you, you ever feel like you, you have any kind of imposter syndrome? Like you're just not, I, I don't know. Like you, <laughs> it ain't coming from here. Like, you like, you like you're pretending up, here. <laughs> like, you know, you, you've got all this stuff or your, your shops and you know, you've got your, your clients and everything's going well, but you always feel like you're just like, you know, something. No, I'm just back here. Sometimes in Not life, you feel like you're still me. just a kid playing dress up. That, oh, for that's sure. what I feel like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, like when did I actually time become time. an adult? Because yeah. it feels you know, like I'm that just... transition was crazy <laughs> for me, man. You know, because I I went from you know from when I first graduated, you know, out of school and getting my license and stuff. I was a single man. Yeah. You know, living my best life, making yeah. great money and stuff like that. And then my wonderful wife came along and snatched me up. And <laughs> here I am Shot now. That, you know, I love shot you, that pimp plane up the sky. She made it a mission to take me off that roster. She, she, she made it happen for sure. Yeah, man. I love you, yeah, she, man. She made it happen and added five more to it. For sure. And I want to shout out your wife. And what's your wife's name? Lizbeth. Lizbeth? Lizbeth, yeah. Okay. You can't, there's, I'm, That's ask any man. You can't. You can't be successful in life without, without a, a woman, woman who's who's supporting you. And so shout you, out to Push her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man, for sure. But um, yeah, I just I wanted to talk about that because you brought up mental health, man. And running running your own business is stressful. Absolutely. And so there's probably times, like I said, with all the glitz and glamour, it, it's probably a struggle, man. And you brought up self love, man. So fucking important because self love self love is when you're able to. Because we, it's kind of, it's six in one hand, half dozen in another. Self-care, self-love. Yeah, because you do have people, like you said, you got the strangers, the people who don't know you all that well, showing you all the love, congratulating you. But, you know, you they don't really know the struggle that you're going through. And so sometimes they're, that's the stuff that you're not getting credit for yeah. because they don't know about it. And sometimes it's hard. Which is okay, though. You know what I mean? I mean, not everybody got to know the, you know. The I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I, I told you, I tell my kids all the time, life don't come with a cheering section. Nope. 99% of the great things you do in this world, nobody's even going to know about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't even. And you have to do it for yourself. You and right. That's it, you know? But you got to do it for yourself and for your family because no. You know, being a father, you know, sometimes it's a very thankless job. Being a mother is a thankless job. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where, like, you don't have a cheering section all the time. So it's so important for you to have that self-love to push you through when it gets hard. You got to be the one who kind of says, that's okay, I, I, mean, I, I can get through this. That's it. That's that's the only thing I can tell you is, is keep working hard. That's yeah. it. I mean, there's, I mean, we got to be strong. 
You know, yeah. we don't have no other option. It's we don't so have no other hard to do a lot of the times. Like, know, what what are some of the things that you do to stay on top of your mental health and give yourself some self love? You know what what do is, you do? This is actually that something that I just started doing. You know, because from day one, man, and you can ask my wife herself. She from from the moment she got with me, I was cutting hair. I was still cutting hair till ten, eleven o'clock midnight. Like, yeah, because wow. it was something I was used to. You know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, I just like I said, I wasn't turning down money. I mean, that was my thing. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Hey, I mean, if you paying, I'm staying. You know, that was my motto. <laughs> like, you know, and then eventually, I, you know, I think once we, you know, we started settling down more. You know, okay, I started. You know, at eight. You know, I yeah. started shutting. When I opened my shop, I was open till eight. But I would still end up, you know, staying there till nine or ten. You know, getting home super late, and yeah. eventually I cut that off. You know, yeah. and then now I'm, you know, okay with taking days off because before it would have to be something super special going on or for me to miss work because yeah. I just I would refuse to miss work. I mean, it was just you got to take some me I time, that, you know. Yeah. And I was always like that. I was I was always you know work 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 money. You know, one of the things I I regret a lot is. You know, I remember going right back to work the next day after my wife had uh, my six-year-old. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the moment, I I didn't really have an option. You know, I, I was living check yeah. to check, and, and the bills don't wait for nobody. Nope. Yeah. You know, yeah. bills don't wait for nobody. They don't give a fuck. They, yeah. They're, hey, I need my money now. I need it today, right now. Yeah. You know, and, but it's one That's of the things that, uh, where I look back where it's like, man, my family was more important. You know, I yeah. should have been there more. The bills... Even though they, I would have just been late, whatever, you know, and, you know, but now as more mature as, as a man now, you know, I, my family's everything to me. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so I mean, every year ahead of the game because you realize that. I always yeah. feel bad when my my kids are <laughs> like, do you got to go to work there? Yeah. Yeah, man. It sucks, man. It really does. You know what But I mean? you really are ahead of the game because you recognize that, man, because I work in the plants. There's dudes who they work 20, 30 hours, mm-hmm. 30 days straight. Yeah, man, it's they don't don't rain shine no matter what. They're at work and hey, and I refuse more to power to you. Live but that life, man, that's why I chose yeah. not to be an operator. You know what I mean? Because I had operated friends already. You know, I you know as a barber, I, I've met people of all ages. You know, and yeah. met people who work in the plant till this day. Probably have my clientele is people who work in the plants. So yeah, they got to work these shutdowns. They got to work these holidays and this, this and that. I was like, ain't nobody finna tell me I can't spend time <laughs> with my family on yeah. these holidays. Yeah, and, or yeah. whenever I want to. Period. You know and so from day one, is I'm myself, my own boss. Yeah. So forever. I was going to say, you, let me just make sure the other people on the other side of this screen or these this podcast understands that sometimes the money just is not worth the time. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That time that you lose, you will never get back. And no matter how much money you can make mm-hmm. in You'll this world, it, yeah. you 100%. will never be able to buy that time back. Yeah. 100%. And we preach that on this show all the time, man. Yeah. I mean, Josh told his story about how he left the plants. And he decided he wanted to do something where he could spend, you know, time with his wife and eventually his family, you know. So I, my husband's still in the plants. Yeah. But, I'm just here. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Shout out to Clint, though, man. Because at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do, right. man. And hey, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you, if Clint could find a way to support you and still be and be able to spend more time with you guys, he would jump all over man, that he, shit. He's, he's doing it. Yeah. He's, at the end of the day, as long as you're hustling. That's all yeah. that matters. Yeah. And what I will no say about what you're Clint, doing, you know, yeah. you could be flipping burgers or filing paperwork, whatever. Yeah. As long as you 
are dedicated to better yourself. I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. I mean, trust me, I'm lazy. <laughs> I, I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't yeah. believe it. Because, but because I'm tired. I mean, yeah, most yeah. of the time I'm tired and I don't really feel like doing I was going to ask know? you, when you're not that's working, not what lazy. do you like to do? You just, that's recharging. Like, just yeah. be chilling. So, like, back to what I was saying, I just started now doing the me time thing. Yeah. You know, I, I, I block off an hour for my lunch now. Okay. I would you. never do that before. Oh, never. wow. Yeah, yeah. No, no, take dude, that time. When I add up how one hour of each day, it, it's like almost 300 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, it's costing me $300 for me to take some me time to chill. And yeah. I was like, it's worth it. It's I, worth it. I yeah. also know if, if I'm hangry, it's, it's, like you're going to get some busted up hey. haircuts. So <laughs> over the last six months, you know, I, I've also, you know, taken a fitness journey. You know, I've lost like 20 pounds, you know. That's I've, great. You know, I, I feel it's great. Beautiful. My energy's better, you know, but. But because I work out so much, I get hangry now. You know, oh, hangry. <laughs> my wife's caught me firsthand. You know, that, that hangry is real. Like my, yeah. my stomach turns now. You know, when I'm hungry. And, 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 the other and day, I yelled at my whole family. I was like, "I'm just hungry." <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I don't get that bad, but no, for sure, yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm glad to I'm hear not that though. Camper, but I'm hungry, man. I'm glad to hear that you're doing what it takes to take care of ever, though, because in order for you to be you the best owner of the shop, the best husband, the best father, you, it's absolutely necessary and important. My, my head's got to be right, you know, for me to be able to be productive. Yeah, you know, yeah. If, for sure. If I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed out. So is everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, because it took me those a- energies rub off, you know, believe it absolutely. or not, you might not think so, but those energies rub off, man. And. It affects other people and how they feel because, you know, they're they might be excited to see you or something, and then you coming in with a shitty attitude or yeah. right. vice versa, and it instantly shuts you down. You Absolutely, know? yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's one hundred percent true, and I'm. It took me a long time to learn that, and I'm still trying to adjust to that. So that's a whole yeah. other thing. It's like a struggle, you learn it and, and I feel like it'll be something we deal with for the rest of our lives, you know. And yeah, I absolutely. Yeah. But as long as you keep trying, man. That's you it. keep yeah. trying and you're and like I said, you're ahead of the game cuz you recognize it. You're aware of it. I wanted to ask you Let's talk about how the barbershop is more than just a place where you get your hair cut, man. The barbershop's a spot, man. <laughs> like I said, the, the, yeah. the OG barbershop, man. That place was nice. I look, that's, I, and that's still my favorite one to this day. All right, you know, man, I gotta go. I, I gotta go there. check this barbershop yeah, out. When Josh would know, go get his hair cut, I'd go in there. I'm like, what movie are they watching? Oh, man, he always <laughs> had the best movies playing. I always had a, a, a fire stick, you know, and I had yeah. a big 75-inch TV. That was the first things I put up in my shop. It was a big 75-inch yeah. TV yep. in my shop, you know, and it was it was the coolest thing. Eventually, I found a, a pool table, man. Some lady out of Friendswood, she lived in some really nice gated community. This, yeah. Turns out this table was worth like five grand. Oh, I got wow. I for $1,000. Like, it was. Hell it was yeah. Insane. That's crazy. It was, it was a beautiful blacktop. You know what I mean? Ooh. It came with uh, benches, the sticks, everything. Yeah, I Josh's It was a brand new table. This lady, <laughs> this lady had it for like 10 years and never used it. She just had it in her house yeah. and. That's what's up. Just right had there, it yeah. over, and eventually she got rid of it. And once we got the pool table, that was th- that was the hangout spot. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. My, all my clients would just like what we did in the garage days. They would come to my shop. We would hang out. We would play pool. You know, we'd watch games. Any anytime there was a game, we were staying. Yeah, we were playing pool. Yeah. We drinking. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? We having a good time. We had a drive yeah, party man. I, 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 that's crazy, man. And I was talking about it last night, man. I was like, the barber shop is more. It's, it's hard to describe. It's like the cornerstone of the neighborhood. If you've ever been in a in a community that's got a barbershop that is the spot like that, it's crazy. Like you said, you got people's birthdays, 
draft parties, you know, watching the game and it and then the, just the conversations that you have. Talk about that, like the different people you meet coming in and out of your place. Man, like I said earlier, you know, as a barber, you know, you meet everybody from yeah. from my clients being as early as six months, four months old to, you know, old men that are on their way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we, we, we fade them all up. Everybody gets haircuts, <laughs> you know, yeah. every different color, you know, I, everything. Every, I've, I've cut every texture of hair. You yeah, know, yeah. Could every race, everybody, you know, and and, and they all feel good when they walk out, man. Ladies too. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and, and for those of you wondering, we're not talking about like a supercuts or something like that. We're actually <laughs> talking about a legit barbershop. Yeah, where it, it's very family oriented. It, it, it's it's. It ain't too little, part. yeah. <laughs> For the most part, I didn't say family friendly. I said family oriented. You it, you said it earlier. You you built a, all this for your family. You, you for have sure. your wife and your five kids. It's it's family oriented. But yeah. we're we're not talking about these commercial barbershops where you go in and get you out as fast as possible. I've sat in Everest chair many of times and had great conversations, even about whether it's real estate or his kids or, mm-hmm. you know, Just what's going on. Period, yeah, man. it's, it's you know, relationships. We've had a handful of deep conversations. I came to the pod- Josh's meantime, too. It's when he comes to see you. That's his, like, he comes oh, my to phone you. Yeah. 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 Off. Which I am that's his me happy. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Go see Ever. I mean, I came to the podcast today. I was like, I got to go get my hair cut. Like, we're having a barber on tonight. Like, I got to be looking good. Got to look fresh. And now I'm kind of regretting it. Like, I want to go see him now. Go now I'm going to have to wait a couple weeks. <laughs> no, worries. He'll have an opening. Yeah, man. So where are your three locations? Let's go ahead and shout so out. So the original one is uh, in Lake City mm-hmm. off uh, 518. It's uh, in between Highway 3 and 45. Uh, if you know where that Dairy Queen is at, it's right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My second location is actually right down the street. It's on 518 too, but it's on the corner of uh, 518 and 528 in Friendswood. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's about like 10 minutes away, but it's, okay. you know, it's a yeah. whole different side of town. Right, you know, right. Lake City, you know, and that little, that, that little part of Lake City from like there to about what's, uh, so you get to that Kroger over there. It's yeah. it's like old school. It's old school, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Vintage yeah. League City. <laughs> and then you drive ten minutes down the street to Friendswood, and it's like nothing but mansions. And, yeah, everything. You know, <laughs> everybody driving foreigns and stuff like that. You know what Real I mean? It's a, it's a whole different part of town. And yeah. they're all called state of the art barbershops. Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. beautiful. State of the art barbershop. Uh, state of the art barbershop. League City. Friendswood and Dickinson. If you're looking them up on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. They each have so you page. ordered. You opened. League City first. Friendswood. Friendswood. And then Dickinson. Dickinson. Okay. Man, that's awesome. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, We're actually going to... One of our specialty segments, I decided, man, let's let's talk about what they've been talking about at the shop. You know, and I I, I, I wrote down a few different topics, but you can can tell us what y'all been talking about if you want to ad-lib it a little bit. But I wanted that to be our specialty segment. We'll just have some barbershop talking here for, for sure. a little bit. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean, sports is probably one of the biggest ones. You know, right, I mean, right, right. I'm so, a big sports fanatic. I, I love you know watching the Astros. I love watching the Rockets. I love watching the Texas. I yeah, I saw watched, you got them Space City jerseys, bro. Oh, bro. Yeah. Oh, I want those. <laughs> that jersey is so. We'll, we'll be getting ours on Monday. That's where we're going to get ours. Oh yeah. No, we're going to the game I'm on going to opening day too. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah, we're excited. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Opening days. I mean, I'm a big. I've always been a big sports fanatic you know so one of the biggest conversations in the shop is obviously about sports you know it's did you see that dunk last night did you see that crossover did you see who who lost the lakers didn't make it to the playoffs fuck them boys too anyways 
Hey, look, it's on the list. Fan. It's on the list, man. But I just want to say to you, man, congratulations on all your success. And when I say success, I mean, yes, you have three businesses that are thriving. But congratulations on being a man of character, a good father, a good husband. For like sure, that's man. that's when you're really successful in life. That's all I want to be. Yeah, great, absolutely, great absolutely. And I'm glad I finally got to meet you, bro. I've been telling you, I've heard your name so many times. Everybody telling me what an awesome dude you are. And, um, you know, shout out to all those people who for giving me the idea to bring you here. And I hope this won't My be boy, the first Justy, time, appreciate man. appreciate you, boy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Love you, dog. And this this won't be the first time, man. Like I said, what I what I originally wanted to do was go to the shop, bring the camera, get some, get some picture, get some film. Talk to some of your crew, and we'll do that. Because, like I said, man, I want you to come back on the show. Oh, you're, for sure, you're, man. you're welcome to come back man, anytime. Let that me you know. Want. I'll, I'll pull up anytime. Yeah, where did Naomi go? I also want to say, <laughs> while you were shouting out, we want to shout out Everest Queen and those five kids that he, you know, those that's his motivation. By everything. If you ever need yeah. anything, and you said it earlier, behind every great man that's successful, Sorry, there's a beautiful woman right behind him motivating them. Yours is right in front of you. Yeah, called. mine's right in front of me, but you got you got six of them, man. So, <laughs> yeah, man, you, you're doing yeah, the man. thing. I so that's man. I'm the king of the castle. You know, I gotta do my part. And yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Care of all of them. That is a beautiful thing, man. So, like I said, thank you so much, and congratulations on all your success, oh, man. Thank you. If you ever thank need you anything so from us, man, I mean, we'll do a live at the barbershop. What's up? Hey, like, that'd we'll, be cool. I'll, I'll gladly <laughs> set that up. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll come here, but like I, I said, have I, a real barbershop talk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Um, once again, thank you. Let's let's get an uh, ad for Good for Dudes. Um, dot com. And then we'll hop into what they're talking about at the shop. What's up, guys? It's Nick Stevenson again. Fellas, this time I'm talking specifically to you. And I want you to know it's okay. You don't have to be embarrassed. I know you want your skin to look good. Now, you haven't been taking care of your skin for years. And now every time you go to the coffee shop, they're offering you the senior discount. Now, maybe you've wanted to take care of your skin, but you just don't want to shop for products where your wife or your girlfriend gets her stuff. Well, fellas, why not just get your own stuff? All you got to do is go to goodfordudes.com. That's good, the number four, dudes.com. That's right. Good for Dudes offers a skincare product that is designed for men. Best part is it can be shipped right to your house, fast and easy. You want something to help prevent signs of aging like wrinkles and dark spots? Try WTF. What's that? Simple. It just means wear on the face. After washing your face in the morning, apply WTF. After showering in the evening, apply WTF. If you've already got signs of aging, it's cool because this product will minimize those. And there's so much more. Just go see for yourself at goodfordudes.com. Once again, good, the number four, dudes, D-U-D-E-S, dot com. You want a promo code? Sure. Use the initials to this show, S-L-M-A-S. Smells like middle-aged spirit. And you'll get 10% off your order. What are you waiting for, Gramps? I mean, buddy, it's okay, guys. If you want to take care of your skin, just get your own stuff at goodfordudes.com. Hey, okay, guys. Yes, back, you please back, back. go to goodfordudes.com. I've been using 
I've been using the WTF, man. I saw the glow from over here, man. I felt like the light was yeah. hitting a little bit. I still, okay, so Ron's supposed to be here on the, t- <laughs> Ron, Ron is supposed to be here on the 28th, and I'm going to tell him, I've been putting it on my head. I don't know if you're supposed to do that or not, but when you're bald-headed, like, your face don't end. Like, where does my face begin? To <laughs> just putting it all over, yeah, man. It's, it's <laughs> but yeah, you guys check it out, man. I'm, I'm happy with it, guys. It's okay to take care of your skin. Just get your own stuff at goodfordudes.com. You got to, man. You got to. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, Ever knows all about looking good, mm-hmm. looking good. I have right. to. I'll, I'll hook you up with the website, man. I'll that's give a, you the, that's sure. some me code. time for all your entrepreneurs out there. You need some me time. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Go all right, man. Is all of it. So I got a couple of subjects, man. I'm sure y'all been talking about this at the shop. You got to give us the pulse of the neighborhood. What they've been saying at the shop, man. Let's start with the Will Smith and Chris Rock controversy, man. What was? <laughs> First of all, what was your take, man? And what, what are they talking about at the shop about that whole thing? Man, you know what? At the shop, you know we have. Obviously, we have two different opinions, you know. Right. So, you Let me know, get you in that mic, ever. Okay, you yeah. know, it, at the shop, we have two different, you know, it's two totally different conversations. You yeah. know, some are, man, he was out of line, and some are, nah, he held his ground and, you know, defended yeah. his woman and slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, you know. And yeah. You know, the debate goes both ways. Uh, was it set up? <sighs> man, I, that's. <laughs> there's so many conspiracy there's theories so about many, that. There's so many. There's so many. Because, we forgot to talk about those. I mean, you know, there's mean, there's you been d- so many other videos that have popped up, like of the different views, you know. Uh-huh. And yeah. It even shows, you know, Jada even like laughing a little bit after Will came and sat back down. Like, yeah. It's kind of like. You know, it's 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 a it's a whole job. Oh man, she was Chris laughing Rock at that one liner she put Chris, out. Yeah. Chris Rock, on the other hand, I mean, hey, I I, I give him the most credit out of Absolutely. anything else because Absolutely. that man just Will Smith just stopped the just shit kept, out of him. Yo, he just kept it moving. You know, he he kind of just kept it moving and didn't ruin the show. You know, he addressed it, but yeah. everybody he made a joke out of it. But yeah. still, man, I don't, you should have get slapped the like question, that on public TV. What man. the question becomes is, what would ever crews do? Oh. <laughs> Slap somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's all sight. It's all sight, man. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm hey, a, man, at least you be honest about I'm it. I'm going to come up to you on that stage and, and let you know, hey, I'm going to slap the shit at you when I get off the stage. <laughs> 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 I ain't going to embarrass you for this shit. Yeah. I'm going to slap the shit yeah, at you. I feel like my husband would be the same way. He's like, look, I'm not going to do anything right now, but when I get you alone, and I'm going to get you after this. Yeah. Hey, you know, and to each their own, man. There's so many layers to that story, too. But, like, at the end of the day, um, I feel like I feel like Will Smith, he manned up, he owned it. Not with his first apology. Did, did, you know he checked into like a mental hospital, right? I, 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 I don't know if that that's today. true, but I've read I that. I don't know either, but he, I mean, I, that's the last rumor I heard anyways. That the, he checked in to come, you go. know, and <laughs> that apparently the dude's going through some shit. I mean, yeah, man, you know, we were just talking about the mental health thing, dude. Yeah, it was I mean, obvious he's the, going through something. The mental I'm, health thing is real, you know what I mean? Because it when it starts to get worse, you, you feel like you start to lose yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's a lot harder to climb climb up, you know, yeah. to get out that hole, you know what I mean, than yeah. to then how you fell right in it. In, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you quick. fell in it in an instant. If Real you want, fast, if you want to know how important mental health is, I think this is the fourth or fifth episode where mental health has been somehow brought up within our discussion. Absolutely. It's the one thing that affects everybody and most people don't treat. You know, nope. grow, growing up, you know, the parents that we had, you know, it was suck it up. Yeah. Right. Get over it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And you know, part of me still like that. You know, I'm because I'm very tough on my daughters. You know, yeah. I, I tell them to, hey, suck it up. Are you dying? No, get yeah. over it. But did you, you know, die? You know, it's, <laughs> because yeah. I'm, it's realistic. You know, this world, you know, doesn't care about your feelings. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, one hundred percent. You know, and I, I try to tell my kids that I'm like, 
you know, if you can't handle something I'm telling you, you know, yeah. that I'm telling, trying to tell you, you know, like, you think somebody else is going to, you know, care yeah. about your feelings and how they tell you? No, they're going to tell you how it is and you ain't going to like it. For it's real. It's a different you know, generation being raised right now that it's, yes. it's very different. You know, and I, I'm trying to stick to my old school ways, you yeah. know, how I was yeah. raised, you know. It's, you, it's you difficult. Do and you get punished for it and that's it. <laughs> yes. you know? yeah. These kids ain't getting their ass whooping. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's difficult combining our old school ways, what our parents taught us, and where kids are now with right. access to everything that they have. If I have, and, if I I have mean, everything that we have now when I was... Yeah, that's the yeah. trick is filtering out the bullshit that your parents got mm-hmm. wrong, trying to keep the lessons that they got right, but then adapting it to... The you got a whole <laughs> bunch of new bullshit <laughs> whole, to filter yeah, out. The new bullshit that you got to like filter Like I said, out. I became that dad that fell off technology and it, but there's a bunch more on that list too. But yeah, yeah. Oh, man, my you know, son this. thinks he's so smart. I'm like, bro, yeah. Yeah, this world is- I, my job is technology. Like, it's- you're not... You're not gonna do it's this. Tough <laughs> you ain't sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough trying to raise good kids in a fucked up world, yeah. and like you try to, you gotta find that balance to where you want them to be tough and thick skin, but you don't want them to become callous and not empathetic. Yeah, it's so sure. it's so fucking hard, yep. man. Because it is. because it's it's the the balance is so thin that if they're too far in one direction you make them too hard Mm -hmm. then they become a piece of shit you know and then if you make them too soft then they can't function in the world it's it's tough man and Mm -hmm. you know what i I think it's you probably what we have to do is have faith in our kids that they're going to figure it out all you can do as a parent is do the best you fucking can do the best you can we all kind of figured it out once we got to that age where it's absolutely (laughs) i just tried to um have my son around friends that i think are a positive impact on him yeah there's a couple that i'm like you know what no they can't spend the night and i'll make up whatever bullshit excuse i want because i'm his mom (laughs) that's right um but i'll be like hey i don't want to chat around mine (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) they can play together for a little bit i ain't gonna say it but yeah I mean, yeah, no, I got. I'm sorry, your son is bad. (laughs) Your kid got bad habits. I don't want him to pick that up. But you know, if he's got like a really great kid in his class, that's got good grades, that's focused, that kind of grounds him a little bit. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. hey man, yeah, no, they can come over, right? You just gotta, yeah. It's tough. You don't even have to clean up your room. Yeah, no, they can come over. It's funny that you never think something as dumb as watching the Oscars is going to give you a learning, a teaching lesson for your kids. But you know, I, you know. I asked Josh this when we were doing the episode. I was like, when little JJ is here, what are you going to tell? JJ, is that what we're calling <laughs> it? Little Josh Jr. Oh. Little JJ. <laughs> <laughs> or his mom's request, please. <laughs> or their mom's request. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but I was like, what, what are you going to tell your, your son is the right thing to do in that moment? And look, I said we got to show everybody some grace. Because like you said, obviously dude's going through some things. Me personally, I don't think it was the right thing to do. But I don't I thought 10 years of being banished from the Oscars was a little excessive. I thought maybe like five. Yeah. Was gonna, I don't know. I think they made an example out of him because they because they messed up. You think that's the worst part? You don't think the part where his wife doesn't support him at all and basically shed on him? You don't think that's the that worst? To me, to me, I mean, she literally came out and said, I don't agree with everything he did. What was she, uh, he what was was she supposed to do, though? Like, she's just speaking this the is, truth. No, hey, this is the I, funniest I meme was. I wasn't impressed Will Tupac would have shot him. I made a statement to to Kay. We were talking about this You're the other day. The way here. And <laughs> my statement 
I would have been more impressed if the statement was something about at this time I do not want to discuss it. Just know that we are going through our personal things and please give us our public time. Our, yeah. our private time. That's it. Because you don't come out and say you don't stand next to your heaven public publicly, especially on that platform. Uh, he's already after something like that. Yeah, he's and, already yeah. in a low low. And then the one person that he felt like he was standing up for just said, nah, I didn't, I didn't agree with it at all. That just kicked you down even further. I just I said don't she think wasn't she Were you surprised, though? No, Were you surprised? I'm not, okay. I, I will say this now. We, we talked about that. Oh, man, she heard her entanglements. <laughs> oh, entanglements, bro. <laughs> Man, this is like messy. Yeah. We didn't slap Augustine. No. So, uh, for real. So, no. what's the, what's the consensus? Out, bro. What's the consensus at the barbershop? Did you hear more people supporting Will slapping Chris? Or Man, like I said, it went both ways. You know, everybody, everybody has different opinions about yeah. it. You know, I mean, everybody feels some type of way. I mean, Chris Rock's my guy, man. I give him yeah, so many man, props. Sure. Now, I know he's going to come out with some ether when he finally talks about it in his special. I can't wait for that. It's going to be epic. Yeah, that's hey, yeah. That <laughs> one liner that was saw so that delivered. Was, <laughs> where I saw that I felt it was kind of real was the next day where, I, you know, I got an article that said, uh, Chris Rock uh, denied filing charges. Yeah, like that was he a, told the cops a, not to, that was a not to arrest article. him. Yeah, he was yeah. that he was like, no, I'm not gonna press charges yeah. on him. So for me, that felt like, oh shit, okay, this really yeah. did happen. Like, yeah, sure, you know, well, that, that's exactly that also what speaks volumes of, of him yeah. in general as yeah. well. Because I, I think even he knew that something wasn't right in general. Yeah, and Chris Rock is dealt with his own <laughs> mental health yeah. stuff. His response. Wow. If you get one guy <laughs> that, that sorry, you know, I'm not going to say that he's a, <laughs> a stand-up comedian, but he's done comedy for the, a very good portion of his professional the career. Of his life. Yeah. Yes. And so you get w- one comic and reacting to another comic when he's doing something like that, like, you got to know that something's not right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and, for sure. And the other Because, I mean, that's not the worst that's ever been said about her. I mean, <laughs> right. you know? Uh, for real. Not, not even close. <laughs> not yeah. even close. And every show, like, that's what that's what the host does. I mean, they right. roast. I mean, it's, yeah. it's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Ricky Gervais was out there. He was. And he knows that. <laughs> a night. I love Ricky Gervais. The, the other thing, too, funny. was that you mentioned that um, – he told him about the press charges, but it later came out as well. Everyone was griping about why he was still able to sit through the whole show. Like, why was he not escorted out? And it later came out that Chris was like, "No, I w- don't, don't, don't take him out. Don't remove him. Leave him there. It's already a big enough issue for you to remove him yeah. from the thing. It's going to be even bigger. Yeah. Let's stop it right here. He can stay, and I'm not pressing." Yeah. In charges. a lot of ways, Chris Rock saved the show. Yes, no, he for did. Sure. Like I said, yeah. he held his composure, man. As a, as a professional, that's what you I know? would yes. point to my as son. As a professional, say, that man held right. his composure. Yeah, yeah. that's because what I any, would point to my anybody son. Anybody else? Do that. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody who else who just got slapped would have? I don't. You yeah. put your hands on me like that, bro. I'm, I'm gonna come up and all the you. comedians have said it. And watch the emotions. He 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 gets slapped. He makes his joke. If I mean speaking to the men, you you saw him for a glimpse about to unload. Yeah. And then he thought about it because he, he knew what his actions him. were going to do. Yep. And he said, all right, I'm going to get it right TV. back on track. <laughs> and we're going to keep this that's going. That's what a real man wow. does. And that's what about so much stuff teach our child is that part of it. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. a, re- a real man knows what they have to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, and in his, in his situation, he was the bigger man. And he realized, if I react, I'm going to lose a lot of stuff. Yeah. Will Smith lost a lot. Yeah. You know, he, he lost on top of the, the bullshit followers. That's not important. You know, yeah. he lost a lot of uh, like 
promotions, you know, a lot of endorsements, endorsements and then you know, sponsors, his, uh, future endeavors like you know, Bad Boys Four. Yeah, a lot of movies that he was supposed to be in are not going to be made anymore. And then Bel Air, which is it just got the first season just got released, yeah. which we like it, but um, are they canceling that? I don't know if they're canceling it, but it's getting a lot of backlash now. Yeah. Yes, because of yeah. the situation that happened. Because yeah. it, it is not as it's not as pretty as Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. It's not a family yeah. show. I was excited really about that not. show. I haven't it's seen it yet, really but good. I was excited to, it looked to like watch more it. like real life version. That's exactly what it was. Which I thought was pretty cool. Modern day. It was a modern day of yeah. Hillary and mm-hmm. Carlton and yeah. professional yeah. lawyers that you know Uncle Phil was and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's actually yeah. a really good show. I, yeah. I thought I it was a good show. It, but it, sure you can't awesome. compare it to the original, though. No, no yeah, not even yeah. close. Yeah. If you're doing, liked it. if you're doing two, that, then that's a problem. They're mm-hmm. two totally different shows. You can't compare <laughs> something that's purposely comedic to yeah. something that's yeah. supposed to be a drama show. No, it's yeah. two different categories. So I haven't had, I haven't heard anyone talk about this, and this is what's been on my mind. Why did Will Smith slap him? Why didn't he like punch him? Because a slap is a bigger insult. That's an insult. If you're a man, if you're a man, you don't. If a man punches you, you got respect for him. Women are really. If you punch a man, you have respect for that guy. If you slap a dude, that's disrespect. It's yeah, a, like you might as well call him a bitch while you're at oh, it. Oh, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that a real yeah. thing? That's yeah. real. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so he meant it. Yes. No, he he, he meant to insult him. Yeah, okay, so so what if I get in a fight with a chick? Is it more disrespectful if I slap her or punch her? Pull her hair. It depends. Well, I was gonna say pull her hair. <laughs> yes, that's. It depends. I Go guess for I'm, the earrings. I don't know what the girl code is like. Don't pull my hair. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's girl code. Every girl fight I've ever seen, that's all they do. <laughs> they just, they just yank they each other around and they're like, then we're going to be like, damn girl, okay, okay. Just like good punches. That's and then I shave my head. That's uh, all a whole pair of that. <laughs> Two peas in a biscuit. I'll be breaking my nails on a hoe. <laughs> Start biting them off. That's crazy. All right, let's talk about. I had to know. What else can we pull off this list, man? Those horrible ass Lakers? <sighs> yeah, how about the Lakers having five Hall of Famers and missing the playoffs? I know they've been talking about that in the shop. Trash. That kind of ties into number five. MJ, 100%. That's so lazy. The MJ versus LeBron, who's the GOAT? MJ. What's the barbershop say about it? So I will say this. What's the barbershop? The <laughs> barbershop consists. You know, they're, they're both phenomenal athletes, you know, and yeah. they and it's two different eras. You know, now, now the athletes of this generation, man, have science to back mm-hmm. them up. You know, they have all kind of technology, man, that – are literally building these athletes, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The, the, the talent we had back, the talent that was back then was raw, you know, just self-motivated talent, you know, yeah. just these hard hitting motherfuckers, you know, these badass basketball Determined players, you know, that was all yeah. determination. Yeah. Nowadays, Plus, they would turn up like two hours before the game show you up, know, how hung over, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was a whole different nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's more regulated. You know, like I said, these athletes, they train a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, and, it's all, like I said, the technology that I mean, LeBron's almost LeBron's got, almost like, forty. Analytics. Like Tom Brady, I heard yeah. he spends like a million dollars a year on you know his therapies and his you know his chefs and stuff like that to yeah. keep him one hundred percent you know intact. You know, yeah. that's, he that's why he's forty five yeah, and 40, looks amazing. He's forty something, or forty whatever. Yeah, LeBron's almost forty, and you know, um, just, you know, this is what I think. This is I think everybody here is gonna say MJ, right? People our age are gonna say MJ. This is what I think LeBron's problem was. LeBron came in his hairline as the supposed heir apparent. <laughs> he let me fix him up. He was in high school. <laughs> he was in high school, and people were already, "Oh, he's the next Jordan." Wrong. I am a witness, like I think it's the king. Ego. 
And see, to me, how do you not have an ego when you're 14 years old and people are telling you that you're the greatest, you're the king? Like, they're already calling him King James. Like, so he came up, and I think people had a problem. I, I don't know if you remember when he first came in the league, but everybody wanted to bust his ass. Everybody Bro, haters was already be haters. Like, you know, <laughs> like, think about it. But he they're was, like, you want to be the king, you got to earn that. Yeah. And he kind of, it was just handed to him because he was six foot eight when he was in high school. Yep. No. But <laughs> at 14, I started doing my thing. At 14, he started doing his thing. Right. You know what I'm right. Saying? And, and I think if, we are where we are because, th- I mean, that dude's, I'm glad you said that. That dude's track record is impressive. It absolutely regardless. is. Like I said, people are going to hate regardless. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm not a big LeBron fan, but, but I'm not going to disrespect his track If record, you were in 14, you know? if you changed your name to ever the king of barbers, like, people would probably be like, man, who the fuck is this? Exactly. You know? <laughs> he's the barber also king. in his own right, in my opinion, because he's kind of the king of this generation, of the new generation. It's a whole new generation. It really you know? yeah. is. Because, yeah. yes, it's, 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 I'm sure all to of me, us would say Michael Jordan. You can't be the goat Jackson. when you're just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to say Michael Jackson, then say Michael Jordan instead. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson versus Prince? Huh? Is that a Prince? Prince. Looks like 100% Prince. 100%. <laughs> Prince. 100%. Shit. Done. Uh, 100%. I'm, I'm more of Michael Jackson. Fan. I don't know, man. This, that's hard. That's. that's that, Nick, Nick can dance like MJ. He'll, he'll no, show see, you after it the show. depends. Like, Michael Jackson was the dance music, Prince was like the baby making music. Yeah. Oh Again, man, maybe making music, everything making yeah. music, dude. Yeah. But Prince, Prince, Prince was good. Everything but no, making music, everything, dude. You, you making? What about making bread? You making pancakes in the morning? Oh, that's on. Making you making? You guys want it's some grapes? Do you, do you remember when he came out with? It was an EP, and it was called. Um, oh, what was it called? Breakfast something, pancakes for breakfast. I think something like that. It was the actual song. No, I haven't. And then this. the the album cover. <laughs> This is how genius Prince is. Let me know if Michael Jackson would ever do this. <laughs> Prince could have put anything on that album cover. This dude puts Dave Chappelle dressed as Prince holding a plate of pancakes on the front of his album for for breakfast in the morning. Yeah, I haven't seen this. Oh, it's amazing. I'll show it to you. It Speaking is- of Dave Chappelle, did, did y'all see that skit of uh, Chris Rock? They, they put... Uh, <laughs> Will Smith's face on, Chris, on, uh, on Dave Chappelle, and then they put Chris Rock on uh, who, what's his name again? Oh, um, Murphy, uh, Mur- Charlie Murphy, Charlie Murphy. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did walk, see that. He walks up to the bar. What is a like, five figure state of the face? Slap, you know, no, that's, that's that I did see that. that that's pretty yeah, hilarious, man. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, internet is savage. Oh, the internet is undefeated, man. The the Will Smith memes were crazy. But what I will say, man, is I think that LeBron, because he came after and he had to. I mean, if it was not for Michael it's Jordan, a shadow, man. the shoe deal, the own. shoe deals. The movies, like, and Michael Jackson did it. I'm sorry, Michael Jordan. See, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> he did it first, and he did it better. And I think he had a more aesthetically pleasing game. Like to me, MJ and Kobe, they were. It was like beautiful to watch them play. Like their yeah. moves yep. were smooth. LeBron is big. He's strong. He'll dunk on you. He'll run straight through you. It doesn't look as pretty. And to me, like he's never. To me, he's just not the goat, man. And the biggest reason for me is he jumped around from team to team. Yep, chasing championships. I think he just pitches a lot of fits, in my opinion. Yeah, that's the yeah. only thing I don't like about. I think him. that's probably one of my only complaints. Yeah. about yeah. LeBron James. Yep. He's, yeah. a, he's a crybaby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But other than, I agree. Uh, like I said, other than that, man, I I will never disrespect the man's track record yeah. because no. he's done what he's done. You know, at the end of the day, he's still one of the greatest athletes of yeah. our generation. Good now, businessman, you know I mean? good father. You and know, yeah, I mean, never 
other, in jail. Other than other than just basketball, I mean, he's a he's a businessman too. Yeah. He's yeah. a very successful one at that. You know what I mean? For so. Sure. Like I said, I look at him more than just a yeah. ball He's only got one baby mama. You I know. was about to say, he's been with his girl for a long-ass long time. time and, and, and a quick question, is anybody else making a million dollars playing basketball? Nope. Did, did anyone else in this room have their own mm. shoes? Or I mean, I could have. Start their I own school? I was like Mike, remember? <laughs> start their own school like for underprivileged <laughs> kids. Oh, my. They used to I mean, call me White and Mike. honestly, he's only, he only has one ring less than Michael, doesn't he? Doesn't no, he has five? four. Oh, I thought he had five. I thought when no, we were looking at four. No, he's he, been he, just as many times. But he's, he's been on three. Gotcha. He's been on three different teams. He's to get been those just as many times. He just hasn't won them all. That's all right, crazy. this is the last one I want to do. Who has the better hairline, MJ or LeBron? <laughs> I thought MJ was bald. <laughs> all right, in honor of one of my favorite movies, Barbershop. This is the last topic before we get out of here. I don't know if you thought about it since you saw the question earlier. I really did it. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. He gonna think about it in honor of the movie Barbershop. And if anybody's in the chat, they can chime in. We need to know. Give me one woman with a big ass and one big ass woman. (laughs) (laughs) I already know. I already know who the big ass woman is. It's your favorite. When you guys are ready. Go for it. I'm going to let you answer that one. I was going to say, yeah, who's the big-ass woman? Now I Lizzo know. is a big-ass woman. Damn! <laughs> she is not. Okay, I'm sorry. She's got this show out on Amazon right now. It's called Watch Out for Them Big Girls. And if you want to see a bunch of... Look. <laughs> As the resident fat man in the house, so I can say this. It's kind of like saying the N-word if you're a black guy. If you're fat, you can talk about other you're fat people. You're not wrong. But, but is that with an F or a P-H? Because it's different. As the resident yeah, fat man of the show, if you want to see a bunch of chunky Duncan chicks doing the twerk, then watch the Lizzo's new show. Watch out for them big girls. Did you like it? Is that why you're telling us about this show? I kind of want to watch it. I see a woman with a but big I'm ass, say- too. I was about to say, all I can no, say is No, there's wrong. a difference. There's a difference between a big-ass woman and a woman with a big ass. And that was the whole point see, of the I barbershop. Think, so I think of a big-ass woman. <laughs> I think of a really tall ass woman like Whitney. Whitney's fucking tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You heard it here, guys. Kay said that my wife is a big ass woman. <laughs> She's so fucking tall. I thought she. She's uh, six foot. Oh, six foot. Yeah. Oh, she's six foot. Yes. I didn't realize she was tall. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. She's a woman. No. My wife is a woman with a big ass, okay? Back to you. You're about to get. That woman straight through that door in just a couple seconds. Okay? Yeah. You can't be both. You can't be both right now. You're either a I woman with a big steps. ass or a big ass woman. She's tall as fuck. Oh, I heard that. Oh, she's <laughs> I love you, Whitney. Yeah, well, no, my wife is a woman with a big ass. It was and a Lizzo statement a big ass out woman. of respect. It really was. Nick is just trying to make it seem like I'm talking <laughs> shit. If you've Don't worry, I can met, back up the shit talk. If you've talk. never <laughs> met Whitney and you are not used to women looking at your in the eyes, it, it, yeah, you're just like, That's what huh? I'm up <laughs> See, and I never realized how tall people are because I just look up to everybody. I'm just like. Oh man, ever. Thank you so much for being man. here, man. We just wanted to have a good time and mess around a little bit. I'm having a great That's time, what we man, do, man. Sure. That's what we do. So, um, it was a great conversation. Once again, you're welcome to come on the show anytime. at any time, man. And can, once again, congratulations on all your success. And I, and I wish you more success in the future. Guys, if you want to support the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit podcast, once again, please go to the spiritswagstore.com. That is where you get your t shirts, your caps your hoodies, whatever you want to rep your favorite podcast in style. It's all there. If you use the promo code Spirit Sniffer, we're going to give you 10% off on that. 
And then once again, the tip jar, you will see the link to that in the show notes of either the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to. And hit us up on social media if you want to try the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit cold brew. All right. Cold brew. That was fun, guys. <laughs> that was amazing. We will see you guys next week. Conspiracies Returns. Ooh. I don't know what you guys Yay. are talking about. I don't think we know what you're talking about yet, huh? We'll find out. I don't know yet. Have you seen the it's conspiracy of the Pfizer, Will Smith, Chris Rock conspiracy? Yes, I'm the one told you about that. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> yeah, you guys should get into that one. So just Have you heard this? Look at it. That so sounds like trouble. The, the, the section... The section, all that happened. The segment, yeah. The segment was sponsored by Pfizer. Okay. Now, at the same week, the uh, Pfizer released a um, alopecia medication. Alopecia medication. (laughs) And Josh forgot his words. Just so you don't, so for those that don't remember, the whole reason why Will Smith got up and slapped Chris Rock was because he made fun of his wife's alopecia. So Mm -hmm. it's very. Interesting that the person so, getting slapped yeah. was in defense of, all, of alopecia. Alopecia, she, <laughs> I have she alopecia. had a clean ass haircut with an edge up. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was not alopecia. Okay, alopecia are <laughs> alopecia are legit bald spots. Like yeah. they're random bald spots scattered through your head and at any place. Like yeah. they could be anywhere. They could be on your. On I your got beard. one big alopecia. You know, <laughs> she did not. That that woman does not have alopecia, man. That lady had a clean ass edge up with man. a one on top. With a one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew exactly yo, what size it was from the TV. Bro, she got a one all the way around. That lady had a one. With an edge of that was not alopecia, dog. You're talking to the wrong people. We should have been talking to barbers the whole time. Oh, yeah. No, but yeah. that lady does not have alopecia. That's, that's that a conspiracy. Is that is that the whole the whole point of that was to bring attention to Pfizer, who was making a medication for alopecia. Hey, I'm, suge- I'm suggesting you guys be, do that. Next I wouldn't week. be surprised. <laughs> but no, a conspiracy is going to return next week. Chris Khan will be here. And uh, I'm looking forward to listening to that episode. So once again, thank you to everyone. Thank you, Ever Cruz. Thank you, man. I appreciate thank you to me. all of yes, our sir. sponsors. Uh, Smells like Middle Age Spirit podcast sponsors: Stephen Terry Pest Elimination, Upscale Roofing, and GoodForDudes.com. Thank you to our very special guest Kay Hello. for showing up. <laughs> I'm going to get us out of here for the best producer in podcasting, my man Josh Beard. My name is Nick Stevenson, and I'm Naomi Richardson, <laughs> and we will catch you next week. Woo! <laughs> You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to visit spiritswagstore.com for everything you need to wrap your favorite podcast in style.